On Sunday, January 29th, Cole Sports will present the event to end all events. The event that is most important to not miss. Cole Sports will proudly present the Delta Wars. Delta Wars. Delta Wars. Delta Wars. On ColeSports.com. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to one and all. This is the podcast, always suitable for work, home, play, commutes, grocery shopping, and all other pursuits in between. Cool sports! I am that man, that's right, you're a man, the illustrious tour guide of all things sports, Cole Johnson, and you've tuned in to Sports on Another Level. And on this episode, we're going to deal with winning streaks... History in the making on New Year's Eve. Of course, we're going to deal with the NFL playoffs because it is that time of the year again. And of course, we're going to put a worthy subject on the further review. But for right now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline St. Paul. So in a sort of a clash of the Titans, so to speak, the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Minnesota Wild collide in a game that has never been played before. You see, in the NHL, there's never been a game where you had not one, but two teams have a 12-game winning streak before they played one another. Well, that's what happened in St. Paul. The Blue Jackets won 4-2. to two. Of course, they stopped the Wilds' 12-game winning streak and while extending the Blue Jackets' own streak to 15. Right winger Josh Anderson says, quote, We've got the right group of guys to do it with. Everybody's positive in the room. We're all having a bunch of fun. Close quote. This sounds like the coach is echoing the same sentiments. Ex-Ranger, now current Blue Jackets head coach, John Tortella says, quote, I'm happy for the guys. I'm proud of our team and the way they've handled themselves through all this. Close quote. Dateline, Houston. The beard goes ham. In the New Year's Eve game against the Knicks at home, Harden goes for 53 points, 16 rebounds, and 17 assists. And would you believe, in the illustrious, storied, 70-year history of the NBA, that stat line has never happened? We have never seen a triple-double with a player who performs said triple-double scoring 50 or more points. It blew my mind when I first read that. Harden, of course, at the postgame said, quote, It feels good, but credit my teammates for knocking down shots and creating the opportunity and space for me to score and to be who I am. I, I look at the numbers, and it's unbelievable. The season so far has been unbelievable. Close quote. And the season's been unbelievable so far. The Rockets are now the number three seed in the Western Conference, who... Would have thought that. And Harden is actually one of the front runners for the MVP award, along with, of course, Russell Westbrook, the man who is now the current walking triple-double. Dateline, Santa Clara. It looks like the 
storied franchise of the San Francisco 49ers are cleaning house. The organization has given their pink slips to the head coach Chip Kelly and to the general manager Trent Baalke. We are talking about a team that was in the Super Bowl and came within a couple of points from winning it. So how can you have a team that only four years ago was in the Super Bowl now only win two games? The buck has to start somewhere. And it looks like that Baalke is the main guy who is the fall guy. For the citing the for the losing streak, Baalke says, quote, if people want to push blame, find it. Look right here. Because I'm given everything I need to be successful in the job I'm doing. Period. Close quote. Not quite, Trent. It looks like you have done enough. And you may find another spot to be the GM of another team, but it's just not happening in the Bay. Speaking of the Bay, let's stay there. It wasn't just the coach and general manager that was on the hot seat. Yes, even the CEO, Jed York, was placed in said hot seat. In the press conference, right about the time the announcement was made that Balky and Kelly were fired, a reporter fired off and asked, well, what do you think about your performance? Do you think you need to be dismissed? And the, and the reporter was very adamant about what answer he would get. Well, York said, quote, nothing I'm going to say is going to be satisfactory. And again, we're going to be judged on what we do and what we accomplish. We haven't accomplished enough. I own this team. You don't dismiss owners. Close quote. You can be dismissed. You just have to not be an absolute jack donkey in order to be dismissed. Don't be fooled. Say a racial epithet or two that's caught in public and have a record of it. You will be gone just like that. Dateline Buffalo. Now check this out. So Tyrod Taylor, who's really played as well as he can play, knowing that he has to look at the knowing he has to look over his shoulder to see if he's gonna get yanked out and be and be replaced, is being benched for <laughs> uh, sorry, I have to laugh at this because it's too much. EJ Manuel cited for why he was being benched. Because after the firing of Rex Ryan, the head coach, it seems as if Taylor now is a quarterback without a team. So he gets promptly benched in lieu of EJ Manuel, who, well, he really hasn't done much in the NFL. And when pressed as to why, the organization basically was mum. With Anthony Lynn, the interim head coach, I guess you could say stammering and stuttering as to what to actually explain. Basically saying, well, hey, that's that's on them. He said, quote, that was a business decision. We want to look at the depth of our quarterback position and we're out of the playoffs. So we want to see what the other two guys can do. Close quote. No, it's, it's not you wanted to see what the other two guys can do. It was basically you wanted to protect your, your, your guy because if he got injured, if he so happened to get injured in the Meadowlands, Tyrod would be guaranteed $30 million. So the organization had its duty to sit him down. Who says that ownership doesn't get in the way of a person's money? When I come back, we're going to delve into the playoffs. That's right. The playoffs of the NFL start this weekend. Be right back.
You know the deal. You know what happens when you hear this voice right now. That's right. We're going to award the lowest of the low. The ones who really been acting bad out here in these streets. Cold Sports presents to you not the dolt of the month. No, no, no. We're going to award very soon the dolt of the quota. Are you looking for the quintessential tool to tap within the champion within you? What if I were to tell you I actually have that tool for you? I do have that tool and I can direct you right to it. Cold Sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life. The sports edition. Come along with this journey as you get to see one athlete after another model different aspects of what a champion does and what a champion is. And ultimately, you'll find out what a champion really is from his eyes. Cold Sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life. The sports edition available on paperback and on Kindle at Amazon.com and ColdSports.com. Cold Sports available on social media outlets everywhere and Cold Sports with a Z. Welcome back. We're going to be talking about this Saturday's games. And we're going to deal with the first one. Oakland Raiders, they are going to go into NRG Stadium to play the Houston Texans. And it's unfortunate. The turn of events that has happened to the Raiders. Now, just a short time ago, we were talking about a team that was going into the fourth quarter. They were 11 and three. They were about to win their 12th game. And all they needed to do was just stay healthy and take care of business and win their last game in Denver. And if they did, they'd be assured of no worse than the AFC West championship of buying a number two seed. Well, one, one sack by Trent Cole later and out goes Carr. And down go the Raiders. And if you don't believe me, view that game that they played at Denver. And you basically saw a team that had its heart ripped completely out of its chest. They just simply did not want to have any parts to do with the field at all. And in their 24 to 6 loss, that's exactly what you saw. Now for their opponents, the Texans. The issue that I've had about them has been their offense. The signal callers basically, well, I'll put it this way. The $72 million man signal caller has ignored the greatest weapon that the team really has. And DeAndre Hopkins is taking the backup Tom Savage to actually utilize him. Now, Osweiler has thrown the, the tight ends in Griffin and Fedora, which basically have worn them out. And they have ridden. 
the coattails of their improving defense, now the number one ranked defense in the NFL, to an AFC South championship. It, it's almost an embarrassment to see them on on offense. But it's just as glorious to see them on defense, especially with the emerging, and I never thought I'd say this, Jadeveon Clowney. I think they found gold in not having him be as much of an outside linebacker as really being a defensive end. Who knew that he actually was a good run stopper? Oh, that's right. What made him famous was that he crushed a running back in the backfield. <laughs> Silly me. But the emergence of of Merciless as a pass rusher and McKinney as a really good middle linebacker, along with, of course, the steady hand of, of Cushing and Bouye in the secondary, we're seeing a, a team actually forge a strong identity on defense. And as putrid as they are to watch on offense, they are just as beautiful to watch on a defensive side. Now, when these two teams collided back in October, I'm sorry, back in November, we saw them pretty much at full strength. They played a pretty good game. Both teams were on even footing, but the Raiders made that one play extra. And they just simply couldn't stop Carr and the passing attack. It was well it was it was well orchestrated, and unfortunately the Texans just didn't have it. Well, in this game, this Saturday, they're going to start the Raiders, I mean. They're number three, not McGloin, the backup. The number three quarterback. That's right. The rookie out of Michigan State, Connor Cook, is going to get his first ever NFL start in a playoff game. And Osweiler is going to get his start and get the starting job back uh, for this game. Who do I see winning it? This is very simple. It is in Houston. It is on their home turf. If the Texans do not win this game, some heads should roll. Because if they're going to let a third string rookie quarterback in his first ever NFL start beat them on their home turf, that whole team should be blown up. It's just that simple. This is the Texans game. This is the Texans game to lose. And if they do, it's a thorough embarrassment to the city. Well, let's advance to Saturday night's game. Detroit Lions. Seattle Seahawks. This game is really simple. It boils down to can the Lions run the ball? And I think you all can answer that question. <laughs> I don't even think I have to finish that sentence. The, the whole 60 minutes comes down to that one question. Because we could talk about how dysfunctional the Seahawks have been. We could talk about the, 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 the shoving match that they had. In San Francisco, I'm sorry, in Santa Clara. We could talk about how uneven their offense has been with a lack of a running game themselves. We could talk about how porous the offensive line has been. We could talk about how they they are just simply not the same team. They definitely aren't the same team without Cam Chancellor. They certainly are not the same team without Earl Thomas. It, it, I mean, it almost seems as if they have the similar thing that's happened to them as it happened with the Raiders. But I really believe the Seahawks have what it takes to actually still right the ship. And really, the ship now is in number three's hands. That team goes as Russell Wilson does. And if Russell Wilson has a bad game, 
the whole team will suffer. But if he has a good game, the team will prosper even with the difficulties on defense. Now, we can laud Matthew Stafford. He's had a really good year. Granted, he's even had a better year without having his go-to target, Calvin Johnson. Golden Tate, Anquan Bolden, among others, I can go onward, they've actually have helped sustain a great solid offense. The offensive line actually has awakened and has pass protected pretty well. The defense has been up and down, but more up than down. They've been relatively solid. But it goes back to that one question. Can the Lions run the ball? And since I'm seeing the word N-O flash bright in my face, the Seahawks will win this game. And it should not be a fight for them. I'm not going to say it's a blowout, but I, I will say that it will it will be competitive to a point. But that crowd, that stadium, that team, and the experience that they have versus the inexperience that most of the Lions have in the playoffs, it's the Seahawks game to lose. So for the Saturday games, I'm taking the Texans over the Raiders. I'm taking the Seahawks over the Lions. Tune into the next episode when I go over the Sunday games of the NFL wildcard round. But when I return, I'm going to put a wonderful subject that I really think you all need to hear upon further review. I think you'll love this. Here's a question for you. Who is your GOAT? You know what I mean. The greatest quarterbacks of all time. Is it Tom Brady? Is it Peyton Manning? Is it Joe Montana? Is it John Elway? Or is it none of these that I've just mentioned? Well, find out who I think is the GOAT. Get my ebook, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, for free right now on ColdSports.com. I said for free. Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history on colesports.com. So what are you waiting for? Go get it! Do you want t-shirts? I know everyone wants t-shirts. Do you want jerseys? I know there's a few of you that do. Do you want varsity jackets? Yes, I even have that along with hats and scullies. And you know what? I'll even throw in a travel bag. Cole Sports has a store. That's right, the podcast that's taken the world by storm actually has merchandise. Come on in, browse, get something of quality, and leave satisfied as you get to pump the brand that is taking over the podcast game. The Cold Sports Shopping Center is at coldsports.com and it is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Come on down to the Cold Sports Store. Right now.
Well, I told you a little bit of, of the next episode uh, proceedings, but also coming on the next episode as well, we're going to award, well, what's a cold sports episode without adult of the week? We're going to award that. Of course, we're going to put another subject on a further review as well. But the NFL players is going to dominate that show, too. You don't want to miss it. But that's for the episode to come. But for this one right here, we're going to put this subject upon further review. I'm going to talk to you about one Mr. Cameron Newton. Now I can wax poetic about the fact that in 2015, he dabbed on them folks and had this smile on his face and was probably the ungracious winner that people started to dislike until he became an ungracious loser. And people liked that much for much more. And I could talk about how really ungracious of a loser he has been, although I think he has actually learned a bit of a lesson in how to handle it in 2016 and not having the stellar 2015 MVP season this year. But there comes a time where the stuff on the field really pales in comparison to what happens off of it. Now, this Christmas, Christmas night, I believe. Uh, Cameron Newton visited a a fan of his in the hospital, and it, it touched and warmed my heart. But I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about this. As you know, that he has a son, and he named his son Chosen. Yes, that's his name, Chosen Newton. Well, he turned one on Christmas Eve, and. Cam wanted to put forth something that will stick with him, with his son, I mean, for the rest of his life. And he decided to write this letter to his son at the age of one. And this letter reads like this. Quote. This promise, I tell you. I look at you and I am amazed by God's creation. Don't be like me, son. Be better than me and create your own inspiration. So you won't expect something for nothing, just hard work and determination. I wrote this thinking to myself like, dang, I really have a son now. And I guess it's true what they say. Time flies because chosen is almost one now. Your mom is the best thing to happen to me. Yet I have failed in some regards, but I still love her unconditionally. Don't be like me, son. Be better than me. You don't have to be an athlete to be accepted by me. You could do whatever you want to be. But whatever you decide, I challenge you to be the best. I may not able I may not be able to tell you when, where, and how, but there will be a test. And that test comes in many forms, sizes, and shapes too. It's my job as your father to prepare you as much as I can so you will know exactly what to do. When you sleep, I look in amazement as you breathe. 
but it hurts my heart to look back at your face in disappointment when I leave. You're everything I could have ever asked for. When I'm not with you, it hurts. Me to my core. At times, I'm not proud of the man that I am. Some of my decisions are far from perfect. But I do know when it comes to you, my decisions are far from perfect. But I know when it comes to you and this family, I'll always do what I can. I had to sacrifice some things and I made it all worth it. Let no one tell you you're not strong, that you're not a king. My main responsibility is to see your heart gleam. Make sure you protect the queens of your heart. That's your mom and your sister. And remember that real men aren't afraid of the dark. So son, be brave. Be strong. Be bold. And always remember the things I've told. King Cho, I pray for your blessings. And I pray for you. Peace. I pray I am the most influential person in your life until the day I am deceased. Chosen, I will always be there when you need me. And I am writing this for you to see, to show you how much I love you and what a real man is supposed to be. I love you, son. And remember always, love and be true. And most of all, be unique. And be beautifully you. This promise. I tell you. Close quote. If you happen to like this episode or any previous episode you've heard thus far. Why don't you come follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports at sports. With a Z, you can also come follow me on Facebook. That's Cold Sports. Again, sports with a Z. You can also follow me on my Cold Sports VIP room page on Facebook. That's again, sports with a Z. Or to my Canadian friends, sports with a Z. You can also find me on Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play. You can find me on those social media platforms as well. Most importantly though, come follow me. ColdSports.com. That's ColdSports.com. That's ColdSports with a Z.com. Tell me what you think, what you feel. I love the criticism and the encouragement. But more important than liking and following and retweeting and sharing any content that you receive from me, I want you to do this one simple thing above it all. Enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson, and this is... A Kumi Media production in association with Blog Talk Radio.